Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Morning, everyone. Welcome along. Tradies News in a nutshell. It is Friday morning, the 17th of June, 2022. Daniel Pedro in the chair. Big show ahead as well. We're going to preview uh, the round of NRL in a sec with Charlie Goodsir and look back at last night's incredible win by the St. Georgie Laura Dragons over South Sydney. We'll have a chat with Chris Perkins in America as well in around about 15 minutes time and I'm aiming to get my soccer expert football expert back on just very briefly I got a listener question yesterday which I think needs to be answered uh, right now we'll try that as well coming up to one past five the hot topic thanks to rain built tough for Aussie conditions when it comes to water heating ask your plumber to install a rain does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. one 1170 or 457 Want your bowl predictions for the week and ahead in sport. And also some winners and losers of the week. Now, I think uh, the winner is pretty obvious and the loser is probably fairly obvious as well. But uh, if you've got any other suggestions, or that one, the obvious one, 0457 736 or 1300-01-1170. Last night, the Dragons 32 over the Rabbitohs 12, just before we talk to Charlie about that and the rest of the weekend at NRL. Let's have a listen back to how it all unfolded here on SEN. <laughs> Taken there by Milne and also Elias. He'll play it 30 metres out from the South Sydney line. It comes to Ben Hunt, kicking on the fourth tackle. Lomax chasing. Awkward bounce for Johnston. Pulled in one-handed by Lomax. Back to Ben Hunt. And Ben Hunt scores the try. Five minutes gone in the game. And the Dragons score first. 41 out from the South Sydney line. 20 in from the Western touchline. Plays to McCulloch, now it comes to a moan. Dummy straight through, fullback to beat. Where's the support? Ravalawa was there and Ravalawa scores. They're in again, the Dragons. That was pretty ordinary defence from South Sydney. And Makali Ravalawa gets the second Dragons try of the night. And we've only had 11 minutes. 10-0 with a kick to come. Fourth tackle. Now Hunt to the line. Back to DeBellum. Pushes away oh, from Burgess. No. Away from another and scores. Well, that was poor defence from South Sydney again. Jack DeBellin has got the third Dragons try inside 15 minutes. 16-0 with a kick to come. What is going on with the Rabbitohs? Now Mone cut that ball to Lomax. Lomax and Graham steps out of the tackle. The flick pass out the back to Ravalawa, who pushed away from Johnson, went backwards, then forwards to score in the corner. 20 points to nil with a kick to come. The Dragons are on fire. Hunt, a high kick to the wing of Paulo. He leaped, but not high enough. Oh. Moses Suley comes through and takes the ball, and the Dragons are in again. He's only two metres out from the line. Cook, short ball, try. Cameron Murray under the black dot. He ran at 100 miles an hour to score that try. And so back-to-back tries for South Sydney. Ooh. And Murray, who floats it over the top to Arrow, now to Taff, oh. who steps inside, kicks the ball off another leg. Still back going. Back to Graham. Graham <laughs> holds onto it, but can't get it away. It's been stolen by Ravalawa. And Ravalawa's away down the other end of the field, still going and taken <laughs> there by Cody Walker. What a Finally, full time. And the Dragons have won. 
Uh, yeah, well, they won quite convincingly. 32 points to 12, 12 over South Sydney. Charlie Goodsir, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? Uh, very well. Uh, what a win by the Dragons. We were just talking off air. They're quite an inconsistent team, but I also think it shows where Souths are this season as well. Yeah, last night was a fantastic game for anyone that has to wake up early like you and I yes, because yes. you didn't have to stay up and watch the end of it. It was over by half time, 32 was. nil. Um, yeah, the Dragons, just play like that every week. Mm. You're not going to come up against a team whose defense is that bad every week, but mm. play in that same style and y- you'll be a finals team for sure. And I-, I could see them winning a final. Like they're just Their biggest crime is that they're very inconsistent. Yep, very. They, they can play like that beat up on a team that made last year's grand final, albeit mm. they look a little bit different, but then lose to the Gold Coast Titans. Yep. Um, so it got knocked off for of that, but sublime, just sublime last night. And I cast my mind back to Anzac Day when they beat the Roosters as well. Exactly. So beat some of the bigger teams, although it has to be said, <laughs> at, as it stands, the Dragons are actually ahead of the Roosters on the ladder with the Roosters, obviously, with the game in hand. Uh, Lachlan Elias hooked. I think he's had a lot of pressure on his shoulders this year. Uh, look, uh, I think he'll come good. I think the pressure really should be more on Cody Walker, to be honest. Yeah, Lachlan Lilius, he didn't start the game in a great way. If anyone watched last night no. recap, he, he dropped it off the kickoff and it was pretty much all downhill from there. He's not the guy right now. Right now. Mm. I think, look, we, it, it can't be understated. Adam Reynolds is a massive loss for any team. It will be a massive loss. Bring in a new young guy who's pretty much leading your attack. So it, it's going to be tricky. He did get hooked um, after 28 minutes, which look, isn't the best look. But mm. I was just listening to Jason Demetrius' press conference just now, and he said he'll learn from it. Haven't spoken to it, but it, it'll be all right. He understands why mm. it happened. So he, he'll be good. He'll be better in the long run. And I reckon next season, with a few games under his belt, one of these sort of performances under his belt as well can really do a lot to a player. And he has shown some good signs throughout the year. Souths fans, uh, 0457736736 or 1300 0111170. What do you make of your team at the moment? Let's look ahead at the rest of the round. Two games tonight. Uh, you'll hear this one on SEN. It's Manly up against the Cowboys. Interesting game. Cowboys in third position. The Eagles have won two in a row. Uh, and they're at home. But I just can't tip against the Cowboys at the moment. You can't, but I am going You're to. You're going to? Okay, <laughs> I thought you were about to. <laughs> so I, I was going to the Cowboys, but then listen to Vossi's tips mm. um, yesterday. If you want to listen to those tips, head over to the podcast, Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. Very good. Um, he, he said, DCE mm. is back. They're at Four Pines Park. They haven't lost this year. And the Cowboys, the only time they've been to Sydney this season was uh, against the Panthers, mm. which I know a much better team. And they did lose, I think, 22-0, although the scoreline didn't really reflect how well they played. I just think that... I know, at Four Pines Park, at home, mm. in Sydney, mm. a lot is going in favour of uh, Manly Seagulls. So that's why I'm tipping um, Manly. And Manly at the moment on 14 points. So they're on the cusp of the eight as well. Um, so an important game for them. We had we had the rhythm off uh, a few weeks ago, but one, two in a row. And now you're thinking they'll win three in a row. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, the game I'm really looking forward to tonight is Melbourne and the Broncos in Melbourne. It is a shame, though, the Broncos are without some of their stars, including Adam Reynolds. Um Melbourne, I think, will win. I think this might show us a bit where the Broncos are now. I know they're without, as I said, Adam Reynolds and a few of their other players, but they've been so good this year. How do they play against the Storm tonight? Well, their record suggests that they won't play very well. No. Uh, well, the Statsman came on yesterday on the breakfast show, and he said they've only won two of the past 22 games since 2011, yeah. the Broncos, yeah. against, against the Storm. And in that time, the Storm have put 40-plus points in those last four games. Mm. I 
I think this is going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. I, I really do. And I'll also say this sh- shouldn't take anything away from the Broncos and their season. They've got a lot of outs. I just think the Storm are just so scary, they especially are. at home. Uh, so Storm by 30-plus for me. No, no Ryan Pappenhausen for the Storm, which is disappointing because if he could could have played that game and got through that game, he may well have been in the Origin team. But uh, we'll never know. Maybe he'll still get selected anyway. I think the Storm will win as well, and I think fairly. I think the Broncos win it for the first half, but then I think the Storm will run away with it. I saw them live last week against the Roosters, and even uh, not full strength is still such a good team. They are, along with Penrith, way above any of the other teams at the moment. Uh, three games tomorrow, the first one at 3 p.m., the Cronulla Sharks taking on the Gold Coast Titans. Now, last weekend, you tipped the Gold Coast Titans. Are you going to make that same mistake again? I absolutely am. I'm going to tip the Gold Coast Titans. Only really? Be, only because I don't okay. trust the Sharks. Okay. okay. Um, that They started really shaky against the Warriors, and I just think, again, mm. the Titans need to show something. And I think last week was a much better performance, albeit they, they did lose. Mm. It's at Coffs Harbour. Yes. Which, if it was at Shark Park, I'd be going the Sharks. Every day of the week. Mm. I just, I don't know. I don't know why I'm tipping the Gold Coast Titans. I just have that feeling. You say you don't trust the Sharks, but do you trust the Titans? Absolutely not. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Sharks. I know. I agree with you in a part. They have been pretty inconsistent. They've been up and down ever since they started the season off so well. And then really since Magic Round, they've started to go up and down a bit. However, I just can't see the Titans winning. Although I do think you're right. They were better last week. So uh, we'll see what happens. Charlie's gone Titans two weeks in a row. Brave man. Uh, now, is he going to be brave with this next game? 5.30 uh, tomorrow up in Redcliffe. The Warriors take on the Penrith Panthers. Please tell me you're not going to tip the Warriors. I'm brave, but I'm not an idiot. Good. The Panthers. <laughs> Good. Yeah, the Panthers. They were great last weekend, weren't they, against uh, the Knights, weren't they? Yeah, but yes. <laughs> we make every team look good. That is true. That is true. Uh, no, it's, an, it's, I think, an important game as well for Nathan Cleary and Luai, who played well last week, uh, to play well again this week before that State of Origin match. And Ivan Cleary, not in charge, revealed yesterday that uh, those knee issues, that blood clot from his leg went up to his lungs. So he spent a night in ICU last week. Thankfully is okay. Uh, Cameron Sorreldo, the man most in demand by about every NRL club at the moment, will be in charge again. Yeah, I'm going to go Penrith as well in that one. Uh, 7.30 tomorrow night out at Parramatta Combank Stadium. The Parramatta Eels taking on the Sydney Roosters. Vital game for both teams. The Eels, they were poor. The Bulldogs were very good, but the Eels were pretty shocking last week. The Roosters, I thought, were good against the Storm, but not good enough. Just couldn't close out that match. A lot, I think, depends on whether Luke Keary plays. I'd still be surprised if he takes the field, but you never know. Roosters have a pretty good record against the Eels. I'm going to tip the Roosters, but no confidence. Yeah, this is a funny one. Uh, Parramatta Eels fans, I don't know how you do it. I support the Knights and (laughs) I I hate it, but at least we're consistently bad. Mm. Supporting a team that loses to the Bulldogs, but can beat Penrith at home, the Storm at home, is just infuriating. It's bizarre. And because they're coming up against a pretty good team, I'm going the Eels because, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they will beat them. And um, they they, haven't, they don't have a good record against the Trent Robinson-led mm. Roosters. Mm. They've only won three of 13 since he took over. Mm. But those three wins have come at home in Parramatta. So, and this game is at home. It's at combat. That's why I'm going the Eels. And don't underestimate the 
appeal at, at how important Combank Stadium is to the Parramatta Reels as well. When that stadium is full now, it's probably not going to be sold out tomorrow night. But when there's, you know, 15,000 people there, the majority of them going for uh, the Parramatta Reels, it's a very, very scary place, really, uh, to play football. Should be a good game. That's 7.30 tomorrow night. Two games on Sunday to finish things off. Uh, the Canberra Raiders taking on the Newcastle Knights. Canberra, uh, I think, have been fairly good over the past month or so. The Knights were spoken endlessly about them. But on the ladder, as it stands, it is 11th play 12th. How the hell are we 12th? <laughs> How the hell are we 12th? Um, I'm going on the Knights. You are? I'm going on the Knights. With confidence? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm pretty confident. Mm. Um, the first 20 minutes will be the deciding factor in this game, mm. and depending on how the Knights go. Mm. If we just concede that first try, mm. and then you can kind of see everyone's heads dip down, mm. then you'll know that we're going to lose. Mm. Just a little bit of resilience. I'm... I'm I'm thinking the Knights. I'm thinking they put in a pretty good performance. And this is one game that, even though we haven't been that great this year, I still count as winnable. We, we can beat the Canberra Raiders. Well, so I'm, that's why I'm going the Knights. Well, the Raiders on 12 points, the Knights on 10 points. Important game for both clubs, but uh, definitely for the Raiders. Just to stay in touch with that top eight, especially if the Roosters are manly uh, win and the Raiders lose, they would then be four points out of the top eight. So an important game for them. Um, I'm going to tip the Raiders, but I think it's going to be pretty close. The final game of the weekend is one of the harder ones to tip, probably along maybe with that Eels-Roosters game. The Bulldogs and the, uh, the Tigers, four, uh, five past four on Sunday afternoon. Bulldogs fantastic on Monday. The Tigers were not good against Manly last weekend. I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I'm going to tip the Bulldogs. I think they're going to go back to back. As am I. Yep. Uh, this is game of the round for me. I am, really? I am <laughs> marking this in the calendar, and I'm sitting down and watching this game. I cannot wait. The Bulldogs... Mm. On Monday. Where has that been? Yeah. Attacking. They were quick. They were fast. Mm. They were energetic. Give the ball to Bird and let him kick it on the boot. Let him be creative. Give it to Adam Carr, the fastest man on the planet. It's great. It was compulsive, compulsory viewing. Mm. And I I just think there's it's no coincidence that now that Trent Barrett is no longer at the club, they've injected a little bit of life, that sugar hit. Mm. Go for it. Free reign. You'll last you will last on the ladder anyway. And yep. It couldn't really get any worse. Just just roll the dice and go for it. Do it again this week against the Tigers team that really I, I should be in last place. I, they are the worst team in the competition. So Bulldogs for me. Yeah, I think Bulldogs as well. Charlie, you'll be back on with Vossi and Brandy a little later on. Yes, I will. Uh, I reckon this is my best yet. Is uh, it? My, oh. my best guru of sport yet. So okay. make sure to tune in. All right, looking forward to that. And we'll chat Monday morning to see how much the Titans got beaten by after you tipped them once again. Uh, we'll take a break. Coming up after this, we'll have a chat with Chris Perkins in America. It's 14 past five. Yeah, Friday morning ahead of a good weekend, 18 and a half past five to Chris Perkins in America in a second. But uh, on a Thursday, I speak to my football expert, Jonathan Gallo. And just after John went off air yesterday, I got a text message in from a listener um, saying that, can you please um, ask John a question? So I'm just going to say hello to John. John, good morning to you. Good morning, Dan. How are you? Uh, I'm very, very well. Now, uh, a question from Gary. Now, he's part of a group with uh, a betting group, basically, and of course, gamble responsibly. But he wants, he just wants you to know because he said you were very knowledgeable and he wants this question answered right now, not two weeks down the line. He wants to know because he wants to put an early bit in um, who is going to make the World Cup final 
and who is going to win. And he said, I love your segments on a Thursday with John. He sounds very knowledgeable. So, John, this is your chance to be very knowledgeable and help Gary out. Well, Gary, I appreciate the uh, the comment. Very knowledgeable is a, is a compliment, and I, I do uh, I do appreciate that. Mm. Um, well, look, I think I've had to put it down to two teams. I'm going to go definitely France mm. v one. Mm. I'm, I'm think it's going to go back to the '98 World Cup. I'm going to go France v Brazil. And who wins? Brazil. I'm going to go France. Okay. I think France might be one of the very first in a long time to go back to back World Cup. Okay. Just because of their squad and some of their key players playing well, Mbappe, Benzema, Olivier Giroud, N'Golo Kante, Rafael Varane, uh, Courtois as well. So I just think this French team is in a generation of, of, of great players. And I think this might be a time where we might see a team win it for the second uh, second time in the World Cup consecutively. All right. Now, a couple of things. Um, we're, we'll talk all the way leading up to, almost all the way leading up to the World Cup. Um, so you are allowed to change your mind, but we will have this on tape. So come December 20 or whatever the date is on the final, or maybe the week after, I'll replay it and see uh, if you are right. So there you go, Gary. There's your answer. Do, of course, gamble responsibly. John, that's all I really wanted. I did notice as well, the English Premier League draw came out overnight. We'll have a chat about that and next week. Obviously going to be interrupted a bit um, by the World Cup. But, John, thank you. Have a yeah. wonderful weekend. Look forward to uh, chatting over the weekend, I'm sure. Thank you, Dan, and uh, thank you, Gary, as well, for the question. Yes, uh, your segment is just uh, flying, John. Thank you. We'll speak next week. Thank you, mate. See you next week. Thank you, Jonathan Gallo. There you go. He knows his stuff. Let's see if he's right. Uh, now, this next person would have probably been uh, keeping a keen ear on that. Chris Perkins in America. Good morning, mate. Good morning. Happy Friday. Yes, happy Friday. Now, uh, taking calls this morning and texts about your bowl predictions for the weekend. And one text here, and this is where we'll start, actually, 0457 736 736. Bowl prediction for this weekend is for Cameron Smith to finally break through for a major win at the U.S. Open. That's from the Oval Treeman. Uh, it is day one of the U.S. Open. How are things going? I'll tell you what, uh, it looks like a U.S. Open. The scores are eh, par-ish. We've got, uh, you know, we got players on the course right now, and I'm looking through here. We got 23 of 156 players currently under par. Typical U.S. Open stuff, because the USGA, they believe they have this mantra that par is a good score. They would be perfectly happy mm. with the U.S. Open champion finishing even par Sunday afternoon for the four rounds of the tournament. That, that's their mantra. They set up the course that way. The fairways are tight. The greens are fast. And the rough is penal. It is typical U.S. Open stuff. And it's at the Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts, a historic course in U.S. golf. In fact, this club was one of the five founding members of the United States Golf Association back in the late 19th century. Hosted a famous U.S. Open 1913. Of course, the, the name Francis we met came into our, into our knowledge. Uh, the amateur who uh, beat a couple of, uh, couple of British in a, three, in a three-man 18-hole playoff to, to win that 1913 U.S. Open, who he grew up across the street, literally, from, from the golf club. So there's a lot of history at this, at this tournament, and it started out the way it typically does. Uh, the wins weren't bad this morning, and we saw decent scores. I mean, you got five guys at three under par, four mm. of them played the morning session, uh, including, including in that group, uh, Rory McIlroy. 
uh, looking for another U.S. Open title. He's right there at three under, had the lead by himself until he bogeyed 18. So could have shot 66, wound up shooting 67, which he'll take in an Open. Uh, now, Cameron Smith, how do you see him going in this U.S. Open? Uh, he's He can run hot and cold. When he mm. gets hot, he is on fire. The problem is getting hot at a U.S. Open. The U.S. Open demands patience. Mm. You can't spray shots out into the rough because when you when you miss the fairway, you will be punished. Mm. Uh, the course is set up to reward great shots and punish bad shots. So you've got to be steady, um, not too many mistakes, uh, because when you start making mistakes, that's when you bring double and triple bogey into, into play, and that can balloon your score in, in a nanosecond. So, you know, if Cam Smith gets hot, if he's finding the fairway, the flat stick's working, yeah, he's got a chance. He's got a good enough game to do it. Can he put it together for four rounds? at a U.S. Open. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Greg Alexander, part of our breakfast show, will be at the golf desk uh, this morning. He's listening intently to your report at the moment. I am short. Now, (laughs) a few other things as well going on. Uh, What's the latest with the NBA and the NHL, Chris? Well, how about about for Boston? And there were probably people who were doing this today because the U.S. Open's at Brookline. May have gone, somebody, a few people in Boston probably was at the U.S. Open this morning. Mm. They're at Fenway Park right now for the for the Red Sox and the A's game this afternoon. And they're going to be at the TD Garden tonight for game six of the NBA Finals. The Larry O. will be in the building ready for presentation tonight. Boston fans do not want to see it presented tonight because that means Golden State <laughs> won the series. Warriors are up three games to two, game six tonight in Boston. Mm. Uh, Obviously, must win for the Celtics to keep hopes of their 18th NBA championship alive. Uh, They had their shot uh, Monday night out in San Francisco. Mm. They were awful in the first half Monday night. Rallied back, got the lead, and then the Golden State Warriors Fourth quarter, the back half of the fourth quarter, how about closing out on a 17-3 run in game five of a tied NBA Finals series? That's the experience Golden State brings to the party. And if I would have told you that Steph Curry would have shot 0 for 9 from three-point land Monday night, you would have told me the Celtics won this game by 20. But despite that, the Warriors still won Monday night. So the Celtics have got to be going, what the hell do we have to do to beat these guys? And, put these guys away. And um, at 11 a.m., that game is at 11 a.m. this morning as well. Sydney time Celtics up against the Warriors. Quick tip. Uh, I'm gonna take I, I'm gonna take the Celtics. I gotta stick with my St. Louis guy, Jason Tatum. The, the pride of Chaminade High School to actually show up in the fourth quarter yep. of an NBA Finals game. I think he's got five points in five fourth quarters in this series. He has got to show tonight and, and be that superstar we know he is. All right, looking forward to that. As I say, 11 a.m. this morning, Sydney time. And in just about a minute, the latest on the NHL as well, Matt. Uh, Stanley Cup Finals started last night, uh, Colorado. They got by with a 4-3 overtime victory. And this was a weird game because Colorado jumped all over Tampa. They were up 2-0 in the blink of an eye. 
led 3-1 at the end of the first period. A 48-second span for Tampa in the second. They scored two goals in that 48 seconds to tie the game at three. And then we went to overtime, mm. and Colorado wound up getting a sudden-death overtime winner to take game one. Uh, so my tip is completely out the window. <laughs> I donated my $5 to DraftKings because I took Tampa four games to none. I think that might have been more of a spike bet because I hate Stan Kroenke, the owner of the Avalanche. All right. Well, uh, yes, uh, lots happening in America as per usual, and it's only a few weeks until you fly to Scotland. Uh, we may chat, uh, we'll talk off air, but we may chat Monday morning if you're available as the US Open uh, heads to its it will be in its final round at that point in time. Yeah, well, we'll have that. We'll we'll have the uh, U.S. Open finishing. We'll have potentially a game seven of the NBA Finals mm. as well Sunday night. Lots Sunday night our time Monday. Monday morning here. Yeah, lots to talk about. We'll talk then, mate. Thank you. Have a great weekend. You too. Chris Perkins, great with his time. And, yeah, we will chat with him if he's free on Monday morning because a lot going on uh, over the weekend. 0457 736 736 or 1-300-01-1170. Asking your bowl predictions for the weekend. Winners and losers from the week. Speaking of, a winner, Andrew Redmayne, will be on breakfast through 1170 Sydney with Vossie and Brandy at around about 6.30 this morning, just after the 6.30 news. Don't forget, Australia's biggest Beaumont tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles and enter now at iCanWin.com.au. It's 29 past five. We'll come back right after this. You're listening to Tradies News in a Nutshell. Yeah, 7 to 6 after 6am through 11.70 Sydney. Vossi and Brandy on the air. And Brandy, fresh after watching the Dragons win and getting back on their bandwagon and seeing the Top Gun movie, he's very keen uh, for today. Morning, Brandy. Morning, Dan. And I'm also nailed to the golf desk because the US Open is on. Actually, it was a great night sport last night, Mm. wasn't it? With the footy. Mm. The footy and the cricket were on similar times. uh, And then you rolled into the golf. You did. So... A uh, very good night of sport and and uh, and a big weekend of sport, isn't it? Because tonight mm. you've got the you've got the Cowboys and Manly, you've got the Broncos and Storm. So great games tonight. But the Dragons, wow, get on that. <laughs> Get on that Dragon bus. They're in the top eight at the moment. Uh, at the moment, there's still a lot of games to come, but at the moment, sitting in eighth position, so the bandwagon is going very well. Uh, what's coming up on breakfast this morning? We're, we're, we're going to talk to the, the man that got Australia into the World Cup. That's mm. the Football World Cup, Andrew Redmayne. The Sydney FC goalkeeper, uh, we'll chat to him. And uh, we've got plenty of more, plenty more stuff to chat, Dan. I look forward to that, and you'll be. How many golf desk updates do you think we'll get today? There'll be a number. number. There'll be a number. There's four golfers at three under. I'll just sneak one in there at the moment. Rory McIlroy, one of those on top of the leaderboard. Very good without the music. Thank you. We'll hear from you after six. Great. <laughs> Andrew Voss and Greg Alexander uh, with you through 11.70 SEN Sydney. Don't forget, though, uh, through 16.20 Gold Coast and SENQ, it'll be padding heels to take you through the breakfast show after 6am. Asking for bold predictions this morning. Uh, one texter said Cameron Smith to win uh, the US Open. Another one from James. Uh, bold prediction that the Tigers are so horrible and they lo- that they lose to the Bulldogs. It breaks the nicest guy in the world and turns nod- noddy. Uh, 
Brett Kamali into a raging bull. Uh, well, hopefully for his sake that doesn't happen uh, and they get a win. Uh, I like Brett Kamali, so hopefully uh, they do have a good win. But I have tipped the Bulldogs. I can't see the Tigers winning after their performance last week. But who knows? Thank you for your company this week. Keep the text calls coming in for Vossi and Brandy through 1170 SCN Sydney, 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. As Brandy said, Andrew Redmayne on the show after 6.30. Have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday morning at 5 a.m. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.